On today's show, we're going to take a little uh, break from format and take a look behind the scenes on how I create this podcast each and every week. This is Life After Sight Loss Radio. everyone and welcome to episode number 44 of the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews, life advice, encouragement, how-tos, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Hey there, guys. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the podcast. We're going to take a little break from format a bit, which we're not taking a total break from format. We're just going to take a little moment, a little pause for all the information and talk about creating this podcast. I think a lot of times whenever we create content, we get so focused on the value that we're providing, which is so important that we forget that people are like, how do you do this? And especially when I talk about doing something like this when you're visually impaired, because there's adaptations I have to make to create this podcast. So I thought I'd take just a little bit and talk about the process of creating the podcast, the process of coming up with topics and and recording and editing and graphics and all that sort of thing. So you might be like, wow, this is really interesting and gear and all that stuff. Or you might be like, I'm not going to make a podcast. What do I care? Well, look, this isn't solely about making a podcast. This is about, you know, doing things that you're passionate about, but learning to adapt those things because you're visually impaired. I'm just going to use the podcast as an example and whatever you have in your life, that can be adapted as well. Maybe not being a truck driver, but most everything else can be adapted in some way, shape or form. So before I jump into everything, just a reminder that the show notes for today's episode can be found at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 044. And that'll give you links, information, conversation, and more. Just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 044. Life After Sight Loss Radio. We're 44 episodes in. And when I created this podcast back in the spring of 2017, the hope for the podcast was that it would provide information. It would provide entertainment. It would provide a space for people who are going through sight loss to come to listen, to say, wow, you know, this isn't going to be the end of my life. This is something I can do. I can face. Yes, it's going to be, you know, filled with some trials. It's going to be some struggles emotionally, relationally, all this sort of things, but it's something where this guy, me, the guy talking right now, can tell you that my life is great, and this is one of the ways I can tell you is through this podcast. And so not only am I telling you it's great, I'm showing you by creating content for other people to interact with, to listen to, to enjoy, hopefully enjoy, and be entertained as well. And hopefully maybe you'll just learn a few things along the way. And so speaking of which, I want to talk today about how I sort of create this podcast. Now, I might 
mention some gear or things like that, but I may not go into all the nuts and bolts. So if you're either thinking about going into a podcast or you just are a big, you know, kind of tech person like me and you have more questions, feel free to ask me any question. I want to give you the ways to do that here at the top of the show. You can do that by sending me an email, Derek, D-E-R-E-K at lifeaftersightloss.com. You can tweet me at the Derek Daniel, or don't forget, you can send me a voicemail. And the number for that, of course, is 317-721-1027. Again, the number is 317-721-1027. So without further ado, let's talk about how I create this whole thing called a podcast. So the first thing when I create a podcast is I've got to come up with a topic. I've got to come up with a topic that talks about visual impairment in some way, shape, or form. And just so you kind of have an idea of how I get my topics, I always think about the person or the people that are going through sight loss or recently gone through sight loss. I know some of you out there listen to the podcast, maybe you've been visually impaired for quite some time, and you know you enjoy it, and I just want to let you know that I love every person who's listening to the show. I, it doesn't matter whether you've been blind for 25 years or you just lost your sight last month. It doesn't matter. But kind of when I create topics, I'm kind of gearing it towards people who are going through sight loss, you know, recently. Again, that doesn't mean you can't listen to it if you've been blind for 20 years. I just want to clear that up so you don't send me an email like, I'm not listening to this again. But the point is, that's kind of how I gather topics. So if I talk about technology or relationships or emotions or whatever, it's kind of from that uh, bent. So I think about a topic and then I start, you know, making notes in Evernote. I keep an Evernote file for all of my podcast topics. Evernote's very accessible, especially on the iPad, iPhone, things like that. So very accessible way to keep track of everything. I may come up with the topic. My family might come up with the topic. Uh, might be from an email I got or whatever the case is, but I keep a list of topics. Then I pick one and I make a separate file for that topic. So this episode has an Evernote note all, you know, on its own that has the title, the episode number. It's going to have the graphics, going to have all the information in it. So then I can check it off because it has a full checklist of everything I need to make sure I do so that way I don't miss a single thing and that's really helpful. So preparation, researching, you know, making sure that the topic fits, then also any sort of side thing like coaching corner, like question of the week, like tech tip, you know, whatever it might be. I want to have those things as well. So it all goes in the Evernote file and then I'm ready to go whenever I sit down and make this podcast episode. After I come up with the topic and make the Evernote note and everything, then I've got to go in and make the things that go along with the podcast episode. I haven't even recorded or edited anything yet. This is all, you know, preparation. So I'll go into my website, which is, I use WordPress, and I'll go in the back end and I'll make a blog post that is the sort of place where the podcast episode sits. So for example, when I say the show notes are at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 044, that is the link that takes you to this post so that you can see the Player. You can listen to the episode right there. You can also subscribe to the podcast there, and you can read all of the show notes. If there's any pertinent links, I put those in there. Uh, if there's videos, I put those in there. Images, all that stuff goes in the show notes, and I got to make sure that's all ready to go. And along with that, I've got to make graphics, which I do in Canva.com, C-A-N-V-A.com. And Canva isn't—I don't know if it's accessible with a screen reader because it's very graphical. Uh, graphical? No, it's, it uses a lot of graphics. There we go. <laughs> It's not graphic in the sense of having violence. It is graphics. So the point is, I go in there and I make graphics, one for the post itself, and then one to go into the episode, which you see if you use Overcast, I think, or the podcast player, maybe as well on iTunes. 
So that is, you know, graphics, notes, all that stuff. That's just the front end and making sure it's all ready to go. So when I record, which comes up next, I'll have all that ready to go and I can watch and look and say, okay, that's the topic I need to go do next or, you know, whatever the case may be. So all that stuff at the front end. Now we get into the nitty gritty of making the podcast. So up next, we've got to record this thing. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm recording in a program called Adobe Audition, which is uh, a program made by Adobe. And you can get it with Adobe Premiere, Adobe Photoshop, you know, things like that. Uh, You could use Audacity, which is a free program, and it works totally fine. I just like uh, Adobe Audition because it has a few more features. And it's a dark background uh, with sort of light waves as I record. And I like that. It's a little easier to see. Now, we'll say this. It does not work with a screen reader uh, on Mac, and I don't know about uh, Windows. So it's a little bit uh, difficult if you uh, don't have very much vision left. For me, I can zoom in and see what I need to see, and I do okay with that. But I record, and what I do is I do something I would call live to drive, which basically means I have an app on my iPad called Boss Jock, that's B-O-S-S-J-O-C-K, Boss Jock, and it's got little buttons on there that you can put music tracks into. And so, for example, let's just say I hit this music track, I don't know, let's give you like that. That's a music or, you know, that's a music bed. Or maybe I I give this one right here. Uh, So that's a music bed, which I could talk over and that sort of thing. So if I use that, then I can do everything live. Now, I do go back and edit and I'll talk about that just a second. But for the most part, I'm plugging it all in live and ready to go. So then after I'm done recording the whole thing from start to finish, you know, maybe I pause, maybe I take a few breaths. Sometimes I'll just count and I'll mess up and I'll come back. Once I'm done, then I go in and edit, and that's a little bit difficult when you have low vision because you're having to zoom in and make sure you're getting it all right. I take out all the pauses and all the mess-ups and that sort of thing, and I make sure sound levels are good and you know put it in and blah, blah, blah. So I record, I edit, I put it out to another program to make sure it's all level, you know that sort of thing. So the recording and editing can take quite some time, but I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to audio, so I want it to sound good, crisp, clear, and I want everything to work. So that's a big chunk of making the podcast is recording and editing the actual audio itself. After I record and edit and everything, I get a file. Uh, I get a wave file for those tech nerds out there like me. I get a wave file, and then I run it through a program called Auphonic, which is on the internet, and it makes sure everything's level for me and spits out an MP3. And then the MP3 goes into my hosting service, which is called Pinecast.com. So at Pinecast, I'll put the file in there, I'll load you know, some notes and the graphic and all that sort of thing. And then that puts it into what we call the RSS feed. And that goes out to you each and every week when you subscribe to the podcast and you get it downloaded automatically to your phone or wherever you subscribe to it. After I do that, then I have to go put that link in other places, and I have to make sure it's on Facebook, I have to make sure it's on Twitter, I have to make sure it's going to you know, show up and tell other people about it, and there's a lot of stuff that goes into that as well. I use a program called Buffer, Buffer.com, and it helps me to you know, put a Facebook post, a Twitter, a tweet, uh, if I Instagram, lots of different things, you can put it out there. Uh, they do have a free option, you can also have a paid option as well, and so that's what I do, I make sure it's all promoted and ready to go, and typically, I schedule things a week, maybe two in advance. So when you listen to podcasts, typically uh, it's already been recorded a week or two before. This week that you're listening to right now is only recorded a couple days before because I'm a little behind, but (laughs) such is how it goes. So I I schedule those things, you know, a couple of weeks, at least a week in advance.
chance is is what I shoot for. So all the things you listen to have already been talked about. So if you hear a news item, it's like that happened a week ago, or you know this has already happened. Why are you just talking about it now? Or whatever the case may be, it's because I usually batch and put those things a week in advance. So I've got it all ready to go. Everything's in there. You know the the post is ready, so that on the day it comes out, which comes out on Wednesdays at five a.m., that's when my podcast comes out. Not because I think somebody's listening at five, but that way when you wake up, you will be ready to listen to the podcast and it'll be there waiting for you. The show notes are there and everything's ready to go. Wednesdays at 5 a.m. is when it comes out. Again, it's not a live show, so it's not like you have to listen at five. You can listen anytime, but that's when I like to schedule it for. So when you wake up, my wonderful voice is ready for you in the morning. <laughs> and so maybe maybe at 5.30 o'clock, 5.30 o'clock, maybe at 5.30 a.m., you're ready to listen. Maybe you need to wait uh, till noon to hear my voice. Regardless, it's there ready to go for you at Wednesday at 5 a.m. each week. And finally, the thing I do for the podcast is take your feedback. I love hearing, you know, emails and voicemails and tweets and all that sort of thing. That way, then I can take all that stuff and start the whole process over again by, you know, using your feedback to say, okay, what do people want to hear and and what do they like and that sort of thing. So that starts the whole process over again to do all the things that I talked about in preparing for the podcast. Now, I mentioned a couple of pieces of gear along the way. I just wanted to mention a few other things if you're interested in that. Uh, the microphone that I am using is called the Heil PR40. Now, if you've listened to podcast, uh, the Heil PR40 gets mentioned quite a bit. Um, it is not a microphone you desperately need to record a podcast. There are cheaper microphones, but I'm a big nerd and thought if I looked cool, I would sound cool. And granted, the Heil PR40 is a great microphone, so I use that. Uh, I am using a computer. I use an iMac right now, and I have... Have Adobe Audition recording the audio, as I mentioned earlier. Um, then, of course, I use you know Evernote and I use Alphonic and I use a lot of different programs to make things happen. And I use WordPress for my website. I do have a mixer that I'm running my my microphone into. It's the Behringer Q802. It's a USB mixer. Which, if you're still listening to this, you're probably like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Or why am I still listening to this? One or the other. <laughs> but it's a great little mixer. So if you're interested in any of that gear, you want to know more about it, just let me know. Send me an email or a voicemail or whatever. I'd be happy to give you more information. I just thought I'd list some of those things and let you know that, hey, I do have gear. It's interesting. And, uh, you know, for all the tech nerds out there like me, there you go. So that is a sneak peek or a look behind how I create the podcast each and every week. Now, it might sound kind of boring or whatever to you, but here's the thing. Whenever you go off to do something, whether it's creating content or whether it's your job or whether it's a hobby or a relationship or whatever, there are things that you're going to have to adapt to because of your visual impairment. Now, if you've been blind for many years, you probably understand this, but if you have recently lost your sight, you're probably like, I can't do anything. Well, you can do a lot of things. You just have have to learn to adapt to them. When I sit down to make this podcast each and every week, I know that I'm going to have to zoom in to see things. I know that my iPad's very accessible so I can run this you know, music program from it. I know that when I go to create a graphic, I'm going to have to zoom in on things. And you know, I know I've learned how to adapt to those things. But if you've recently lost your sight, you might be thinking there's no way to adapt it. Trust me, there's 
typically always away again unless it's like you know crazy stuff like driving a truck or flying an airplane there's typically a way to adapt to it and your life becomes a lot about adapting to things you know adapting to the world around you adapting to technology adapting to uh, how you get around your house or your work or wherever it becomes about adapting to things and the way i do the podcast is just one example of how you can adapt to continue to do the things that you enjoy so not only is the podcast full of information on living your life after sight loss, the podcast itself is an example of living your life after sight loss. It is a testament to say, hey, this is one thing that you can do. Now, you don't have to podcast. You can do a lot of different things, but it is one of the things that you can do and you can adapt to learning how to do a podcast, to recording and editing and all that stuff. And you can be completely blind and do a podcast. So I just want to encourage you that uh, with you know me doing the podcast, it's just one thing, one example of adapting your life after losing your sight. And I'm sure there's lots of different things out there for you to do. And I just want to encourage you to find those things, go out, adapt to them, and then go for it. All right, now it is your turn. Look, I've rambled on here for far too long about the podcast, and so I'm sure that you have questions. So first of all, I just want to let you know that if you have questions about anything I talked about today, you know, the microphone, the the equipment, whatever it is, feel free to send those to me. But I want to leave you with a question here today that you can ponder a little bit. And I just want to ask you simply this. What is something that you do that maybe you've had to adapt to, but you still continue to do it today because it's so enjoyable? to you. I'd love to hear about it. I know lots of people would like to hear about it. So send me that feedback, Derek, D-E-R-E-K at lifeaftersightloss.com. Tweet me at the Derek Daniel or send me that voicemail at 317-721-1027. All right, that's going to about wrap it up for me here this week on the podcast. I want to say a special thank you for listening to this episode. I know it was a little bit different. We didn't talk about necessarily a bunch of uh, sight loss related things, but I think it's important to remember that all the things we do are quote unquote sight loss related because we've experienced sight loss. But it's important also to remember that just because it's sight loss related doesn't mean we have to focus on that. We can focus on doing all kinds of great and awesome things. And I hope you find time to do those in your life, whether it's podcasting or something else that you really enjoy. Don't forget that if you want to subscribe to the podcast, just go to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 044. You're going to find buttons right under the player for Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. If you've got an Android phone, something like that, you can subscribe to the podcast. It's totally free and it makes sure that you get the episodes each and every week, the brand new ones will come straight to you. You don't have to remember to go download them or anything. They're going to come straight to your phone so you can listen to them every Wednesday at 5 a.m. And don't forget to connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all those great places. And send me those emails, tweets, and those voicemails as well. I love hearing from people. It's always an honor for people to take time out of their busy day, out of your busy day, and send me a message, a tweet, whatever you got. I love hearing from each and every one of you. And that about does it for me for this week's episode. I want to say a special thank you. If you've listened all the way through to this episode, I really appreciate it. It means you really are invested in the content that I'm doing, and I so, so appreciate it. Hey, don't forget that all the information provided in today's episode is intended for informational and educational purposes only. If you're in need of professional, medical, or legal advice, please seek out a specialist in your area. Hey, thank you again for listening, guys. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see you 
in the next one.